Oh my God. Ash. Yo. Lee. Ashley. It was a lot. All I wanted to do was talk about it. Oh my God. Now that we're here talking about it, I'm kind of speechless because I'm just kind of like, everything just kind of happened one after the other. It literally happened so fast. Like, just. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) Like, welcome back to YA at Heart. What the fuck just happened? Facts, because I. It's a, it's a lot. I know I've said that before, but I really mean it this time. <laughs> Way more. Ashley and I had to pour ourselves a drink for this one. My God. Thanks. <laughs> Today's the day. Episode five is... Oh, wait. Happy episode five. Happy episode to five. Five. Episode five. These last four chapters have been nothing but a whirlwind of emotions. <laughs> a roller coaster of just a shit ton of stuff. So yeah, we both have drinks in hand and we're going to get ready to dive into my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four chapters. So let us start off with chapter 12. Alina, she goes to the hut. And the darkling is there. She hears people bickering. And she's like, oh, yep. it sounds like it's heated in there. And it's not just because of Bagra's oven. <laughs> no, but it is It is most definitely Bagra and the darkling. Getting into it. Bagra and the darkling don't like each other. They don't they're have just, friendliest relationship. No, they're just not on the same page. No, yeah. not at all. Bagra said something to him. She yelled at him. And Alina noticed. And he stood up as if he was like a child and like fixed yeah. his posture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, shit. I don't gotta listen to you no more. And I was like, that's very interesting. Almost like she raised him. He mm-hmm. should know better. I'm on to you, Bagra Darkling. Piggybacking off of that, right? After mm-hmm. Alina basically hears and sees Bagra and the Darkling bickering back and forth, the Darkling does take her to the side. He wants to like reassure her. Right. That he does believe in her and she is what he's looking for. However, she's just not accessing her powers. So at this point, the Darkling mentions what is supposed to be a children's tale of a stag. If I'm saying this wrong, please correct me. <laughs> The word is Morozova. Morozova. Morozava. Morozova. I think it more. Oh shit! Is it Morozova? I think that's the correct word. Morozova stag. It's a herd, and there's a stag. Then once the stag is killed, you can use its antlers as a amplifier. Yeah, and it's supposed to be the most powerful amplifier because it comes from, like, the most powerful Grisha. Yes. The Darkling, he wants to get her this stag so that she has her own amplifier to then basically use her to defeat the fold. Alina is like, yes, anything to make it so that my powers are way more than what they are. I am all for getting the amplifier. I don't know what that says about her in the sense of like, damn, bitch, you don't even want to try. But that's the other thing. Like, she's been there for what, almost five months? Mm, sorry, I bit my tongue. It's damn. been a minute. <laughs> I bit the shit out of my tongue. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> She's been there for like five months and she still cannot, as Bagra says, light a fucking candle. She feels like a failure. Everybody's talking shit about her. Zoya Mm -hmm. is trying to like literally kill this bitch. (laughs) And then the Darkling is also telling her, I believe in you. It's you and me, baby. (laughs) All I need in this (laughs) life is sin. Me, I'm a girl. Exactly. Like, this bitch has a lot of shit riding on her shoulders. The fucking apparatus telling her that she's a saint. So she feels like she needs something to show people. Here it is. Boom. I got y'all. Right. We're not going to die. I'm going to pull it out for you. You know what I mean? I get it because it's almost, it's like peer pressure. Not peer pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's a on lot. The of what, like 16, 17, 18 year old? I'd say right? like 17. Yeah, like 17, 17 18 yeah. year old. Yeah. So it's a lot of pressure on somebody so young. But that is the Darkling's plan is to get her an amplifier so then essentially they can enter the fold and she can just blast away. <laughs> now, what I found super interesting in this chapter that I didn't think was ever mentioned in any of the other chapters was. The Darkling's powers don't work in the fold. Yeah, a Darkling the, created it. The Black it. Heretic. The yeah. Black Heretic created heretic. it. Yeah, yeah. But 
a darkling and a darkling's powers can't destroy it. And I was like, okay, so maybe it senses the powers of a darkling and it would go right for a darkling and try to like attack it. So maybe like that's mm. why a darkling can't go into the fold. Like it has to be maybe. like a sun summoner. So like I found that super interesting because I was just kind of like, shit, you know what I mean? This man is supposed to be one of the most powerful Grisha and yet. Exactly. And yet he can't destroy this thing. Exactly. I did want to ask you, because I did find something else interesting when he was explaining to her how amplifiers work. Once a Grisha has an amplifier, it belongs to them. It can't be given to anybody else and they also can't obtain like another amplifier. So you can only have one. So maybe the black heretic tried to obtain multiple amplifiers, which caused the creation of the fold. Do you think that his greed was trying to drive him? So he was trying to have multiple amplifiers and that came with the cost. I definitely didn't think of it that way. When I read that part of the chapter, it made a lot of sense where he was like, if you get an amplifier, it's your amplifier. Mm -hmm. Nobody else can use it. Nobody else can take it from you. And I thought that was really interesting because of the people who do have amplifiers that we know of so far. I feel like it's really interesting to know that. I don't know if I read it in this. Well, I definitely didn't read that sentence as if it was saying that you can only have one amplifier. Right. I read it as if you can have multiple amplifiers however they're yours you know what i mean oh but, no yeah you can only have one okay so i i just like misread that then like when i read certain things i definitely thought that the darkling was greedy and was looking for more power mm-hmm. i definitely didn't read it as if oh this man was trying to get more amplifiers because you can only have one and that's what caused you know everything to unfold super interesting to think of it like that where he tried to go against the laws of nature essentially mm-hmm. Okay, going further into the chapter, I'm going to backtrack a little bit just to remind everybody that Alina couldn't get any letters to Mal, right? Yeah. She was saying that she was sending these letters out, but Mal had never returned written any of her letters. So her solution in chapter 11, um, I think chapter 11 or chapter 10. Uh, um, I think it was, yeah, it was chapter 11 because she wanted to ask Genya like where he was stationed. Yeah, we get an answer to that. According to Genya, Oof. Mal has been receiving these letters and he is safe and sound with his regimen. I read that shit. It was like, yeah, he's was stationed hurt. here. You can write to him at, hurt. and I was like, bitch, she has been writing to him. What do you mean? I was hurt. Reading that whole sentence, I was like, damn, Damn, this man ain't even writing back to her. I, I told you, hurt. I told you, I predicted this. I was like, I t- I'm, I'm telling you right now, he's going to be alive and well. Just because you stick the knife in and you turn it and you twist it and you just watch her, watch me bleed out onto the floor. I was hurt, but there was a silver lining to that. So that whole situation made Alina super pissed off. She felt like she's alone, like she's always chasing after Mal and he's never chasing after her. Mm-hmm. And she just felt very uh, distraught. This chick has been in love with him since Lord knows how long, Bro, since their orphanage since like years. eight years old. Essentially, it was a connection to him that basically suppressed her powers. That's yes. basically what went down. Oh my God. Yes. And her we connection. Finally got, yes. Yeah. We yes. finally got what went down. Yes. In, in the, the testing orphanage. room. Yes. Right. So she's always had her powers. She's always technically been Grisha. But when she got to the orphanage and then Mal comes along and he's her only friend. When they did the testing, she knew if she was exposed as Grisha, then she would be separated from Mal. Right. And that to her was unfathomable. She was just like, no, no fucking way. Yeah. This is my lifeline. This is home. So what ends up happening, it's almost like when people have trauma and they don't remember it, she was able to to suppress her powers because of that connection that she really 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 wanted to be with Mal she didn't want to be anywhere else so her body kind of like internally suppressed her powers and then she suppressed the memory and what triggered that suppression was her crying and an eight-year-old Mal crying out to her Mm -hmm. because they thought they were going to be separated so essentially her connection to Mal is what suppressed her powers but is also 
also what brought out her powers because the moment she thought Mal was dead, lit up like a Christmas tree. It was her connection to Mal that did bring them forth that brought her powers out, but it was also her connection to Mal that suppressed those powers. I wrote in my notes, I was right in a sense because this was a prediction for me. I was like, nah, there's some type of connection with Mal that is suppressing whatever her powers are. This is why she can't access them. So like reading that, that prediction was most definitely right. She needed to let go of Mal mentally. And the moment she did, her powers came it up just to the surface. literally like, to, yes. she was able to like breathe. Yeah. And big That's ups exactly. to Bagra. Yes, Bagra Big knew. ups to Bagra Bagra for literally pushing that shit to the surface. Cause she came in, though, Alina came in with a big attitude and Bagra was Huffin like, oh, I have time today. Yeah. I've had time yeah, every Bagra day. Bagra was like, I have time today. Bagra was mad at her for just giving up. Cause she was like, I'm just going to wait for my amplifier and fuck you, Bagra. I'm not even going to try anymore. Oh and Bagra God. was like, yo, are you serious? You're literally wasting my time. And so when Alita came in with the attitude, Bagra was like, uh-huh, let's play on this. <laughs> She's like, Bagra, yo, leave me alone. No, I'm like, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Bagra sensed it. And then the best part was, as you move on to chapter 13, the suppression of her powers were what was causing her to not eat healthy yes. or not eat right. Have the dark circle under her eyes, her hair looking the way it did, yes. the, her complexion being the way it was, her not being, being so able to skinny. sleep. Yes. Correct. So her not being able to live fully with her powers is what caused her to seem so sickly. And the moment she let go of Mal mentally, my girl had a body. She had no, no not dark just a body. She had a body. All body. <laughs> <laughs> no dark circles. Her hair was looking luscious and lavish. She definitely didn't need Genya's help for like at all. Stuff. No, she didn't. No. See what happens when you let a fuck you boy out go? your life, bro. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> so. She didn't got her life right. Right. But then here's the thing. Now that she was able to access her powers and she was going through the training with Bagra. Again, still the hardest training that she has ever done. Bagra is not oh, letting up. Just because no. you know that you have powers now and we can access them does not mean that we just going to sit around and be like, all right, great. We did what we could. Awesome. Blah, right. Blah. No, no, that means you train harder. Right. Bagra was like, bet. Okay, now we know what we're working with. Let's work with this. Bagra is definitely on some shit. But at this point, the way I never noticed it before, but the way Bagra is talking it's almost like she was trying to tell Alina something. And that was definitely in my notes. It's almost like she's talking in code. Yeah. I, she wants her to pick up on something. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like, what, what, what the fuck is going on, Bagra? Like, right. I, I was like, Bagra, like, chill, chill out. You're you're doing a lot right now. But, you know, I didn't really chalk it up to anything because I was like, okay, well, I guess that's just Bagra being Bagra because she's always being hard on people. But I was mm-hmm. focused more on, like, her hanging out with the other Grisha and, like, showing them her powers. It was even almost as if she was accepting that she was Grisha. Yes, yes, which yeah. is what we wanted. And I was like, all right, bitch. It's exactly what we wanted. We Own were just it. kind of like, all right, bitch, we need you to, right, you have the powers. We know you got the powers. Except that you are Grisha. Own it. Like you said, own it. Now, in chapter 13, she is. She's accepting that she's Grisha. She's accepting that she has her powers. She's showing them off. She got she's respect tr- from Botkin. Oh my God, the, the steel? Yes. The steel. She got the Bakken Grisha was like, steel. Here you go, bitch. He gave us some steel. I he know. was like, he was he was like, Ravka's steel is earned. Yes, like, oh, not sir. given. And I was like, okay, no, Botkin. Like, Botkin. Yes. Also, this is the same chapter that Genya admits to being in love with with, uh, with David. Yes. yes. <laughs> I thought that was so cute. Yeah, Does he when pay they were attention in the to her? No. Dressing but, room. You know. Oh yeah, and they just start trying on dresses. <laughs> yes, I was like, oh, so you you're really you're really having fun with it now. Huh? She's really like, fuck it. <laughs> like, I'm like shit, I'm just I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Also, since Bagra has been introduced, we always knew that there was definitely something between her and the Darkling, some type of relationship, because they were always bickering. They never saw eye to eye. Whenever Bagra and the Darkling are in the same page, or on the same page, especially when they're talking about it's always a fight. Yes, it's always a fight. It's always some type of argument. They are never in agreement. I feel like that was insinuated a little more in this chapter, Mm -hmm. because you got a little more of the argument in this chapter than previous ones. So to me, there's something that is obviously there. 
it's also insinuated that Bagra might have different abilities than the Darkling. Mm. We, we know that Bagra and the Darkling are amplifiers, living human amplifiers. Right. But Alina does ask the Darkling because Bagra's so old and if she's Grisha, then she's, she's technically lived for a long time. So Alina asks the Darkling, she's like, hey, what is Bagra's powers? Because we know she's an amplifier, but she must definitely has to have other abilities. And the Darkling's like, you know what? Um, she's been around for so long. I can't really remember. To me, I took note and I was like, okay, are her powers different than the Darkling? I think he said, that, yeah, he said, I think she used to be a tide maker. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. He said that she used to be a tide maker. But again, Bagra is so old and Grisha living for so long that according to the Darkling, nobody remembers what her powers actually are. However, right. we know that she is a living amplifier, just like the Darkling. Something just clicked. Mm. Okay, something literally just clicked, and I don't know if this is correct, but remember how Alina was saying that the people came to test her in the house at Kersmarin? I probably yeah. fucked the name up, but at the orphanage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she was saying how the woman in the red coat pretty much wrapped her hand around Alina's wrist, and yeah. she was an amplifier. She was trying to call out Alina's power to see you if think she that was... was Bagra? I think that was Bagra. It might have been Bagra. Because other than that, I was asking, I made a note. I was like, okay, so there are other amplifiers who aren't Darklings? Yeah, that's what I mean. I found that super interesting because so far, the only living amplifiers, amplifiers are, are Bagra, Bagra and the Darkling. And, the Darkling. and they are both Darklings or have Darkling blood. So yeah. I think the person that came to test her might have been could Bagra. Have been. That would be a really good twist. It could come out later on in chapter or maybe even in the next book. Another amazing thing that happened in this book was the Darkling kissed Alina. Oh, bitch. Oh, my God. When I tell you that I was, was the on the thing. couch. Ah! Okay, so I, I pretty much sped through these chapters before Ashley and I yeah. was sending her voice memos every She was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Seconds. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then she was like, you need to get to this point. You need to get to this point. And I, I was just like, at this to point, talk to. At this point, with all of those voice voice messages I was like I, I messaged her back and I was like they kissed there is no way that you are that excited about anything <laughs> other than the fact that Alina and the Darkling kissed I was like they had to have kissed I was like and they oh, did bitch. when I got to this point I was most definitely like oh I gotta reread this because it happened so quickly I know it was, there was no lead up to it it was as if they were talking and then bam yeah he, she was just like what do you and her I think and he was like just because I do. And then he was just like, come here, girl. But like, I think it was interesting to read. Not only did they kiss, and Ivan saw. Oh my God, was, yes. But I thought it was super interesting that the Darkling seemed just as disheveled as she was. Yes. It seemed like he didn't even expect himself to kiss her or to be as affected by the kiss as she was. Right. He looked up. And so he was I like, thought uh, that was interesting. I don't. I don't know what happened. I didn't. Mm. Right. Like I'm gonna I guess go. He's, <laughs> exactly what he did he's like uh see ya i think that's super interesting that you have the most composed character do something spontaneous like that yes and then afterwards he is just as disheveled and not as composed as Alina. as her and he's like holy right. fucking shit how did that just exactly did I, like he was, was like me? What? i did i did that i think that was like the best and it was the best way to end chapter 13 she just went back to her room and continued to think about the kiss and the fact that it was the Darkling that gave her that kiss. But, but I was so mad that he kissed her and then dipped. I th but I think that has something to do with his composure. I think he's not used to having these types of feelings. And so I think it's almost like, shit, I got to really think about this. And then you dip. I think that's what his thought process is. But really one of the best ways to end chapter 13. I was literally rolling around on the couch. Oh my god. Markel was like what for the those of you who don't know. You? Markel's my <laughs> he husband. Like... He literally took his headphones off because he was working on his computer. He's like, Are you good? Are you all right? And I was like, <laughs> They fucking kissed. And he was like, you're annoying. I told him too, I was like, uh, we are now in a thruple. 
with the darkling. With the darkling? Mm-hmm. Girl, and he's I'm like, a whole relationship. If you thought the kiss was the only thing that was going to make you as excited. Oh, girl. No. Oh, girl. I think, I think what happens in chapter 14 made me more excited. Just the beginning. Girl. Made yes, me more excited than the, the actual kiss. Yes. So, okay. Setting it up for you guys. Chapter 14. It's an annual party that the king and the queen are throwing. And at this party, the Grisha do a quote-unquote presentation it's really a show um and just to like yeah just to like show off their their powers or their magic or their their scientific type of thing but like the thing is the grisha are divided by color right so you have squalors who are in one color you have uh, fabricators yeah the ethriaki which have the squalors and inferni they wear the blue and exactly everybody has their own specific colors and everybody includes the darkling the darkling his colors are black and nobody um, nobody, nobody else nobody wears that but the dark so black. this party alina is waiting for her new kefta everybody is getting a new kefta and she's waiting and waiting and genya's showing off her stuff and things like that like how pretty she looks and finally there's a knock at alina's door and she immediately opens it because she knows it's wait wait kefta. should i demonstrate so the knock go, oh, yeah. go ahead she immediately goes to the door she sees it's a servant they come in they give her a box and she opens it and in that box is a new kefta the, the finest silk this one is black it's black it's black and so <laughs> hearing i don't think i've ever been more excited about the color black than this damn book <laughs> It's all this black, book, bitch. It's rippling black, This book black just makes too. me want to be wearing black all day, every day. Like, oh, my I, God. When I tell you that I literally jumped out of my seat and I was like, let's fucking go. I don't think I've been this obsessed with the color black in a long fucking high school. Like, I know. I, I know. know. I was like, yeah. And also the darkling symbol. It, it's an eclipse. Yeah, That's it's an symbol. eclipse. Yeah. And it like dangles around her, her neck right in her the neck. center. Oh, girl. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about what this represents because this little thing, it might seem very minor, but the fact that the Darkling had given her her kefta and it was black and had his symbol means Bruh. almost like, that's my girl. Yes. That's, that is my queen. That is my woman. Is- <laughs> um, but that was like him proclaiming Alina as his. Yeah. It's for like- everybody, for everybody to see, everybody to know. And what's the first thing Genya does? Gets Alina into the kefta. Runs this bitch all the way to Zoya's room. As she should. So under the false pretenses of, oh, I just want to use your mirror. No, no, no. She's like, "Uh, the Darkling said that we needed this room for the mirror. Go. Get out. Get the fuck out. Right. (laughs) That that right there killed two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. It let Genya tell Zoya what to do. Mm -hmm. And it gave Zoya a glimpse that shit alina is wearing the darkling's colors and symbols that means that this this man has staked claim uh-huh ain't and nobody else nobody else nobody else is in her spot <laughs> and she is above you so i'm gonna need you to get your ass up because we need this room right <laughs> um so and this I is why we that. love genya and this is why we fuck Yo, with genya yes I would love to have a real life friend. Like, like yes, give me somebody like that. Another oh. thing Genya does. Yes, I was just about to bring it up. Go ahead. She gives Alina the advice of be careful of powerful men. Yes. And I don't know if she meant it in the way that it will be perceived later. Genya says it to Alina because it, in her own experience, Genya admits that she's been abused. Um, she, she admits to that rumor. She says that it, it happened not once. It happened a couple times because she says that she uh, received jewels in pay- almost as in payment for what right. went down. And but she's disgusted her- by it and how everybody knows about it. But she's like, she tries to make a joke of it. But you can tell like she's yeah. she's disgusted by it in herself. And The thing is, is like, it's not just her. Right. And that's why she's telling, that's why she told Alina the first time. And she's like, oh, you don't really want to capture his attention, like the in a good way. Attention. Yeah, the king's Correct. attention in a good way. Like, you don't want to do that. Right. How did you perceive those words? Because I perceived them as like, shit, okay, that's interesting. 
interesting. Out of anybody who could have given her that advice, mm-hmm. it's Genya who gives it to her. So how I perceived it is that, you know, because she knows Alina, but she's also very close with the Darkling. When her and Alina had that talk, Alina was like, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Like, he should have protected you more. And Genya was like, you have no idea. He has protected me and is still protecting me, but there's only so much that he can do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she knows the Darkling. She has a very good rapport and a very good relationship with the Darkling. So it's like, I don't think that she would ever throw him under the bus or anything like that. I think she just knows that Alina is young and Alina is naive and Alina will fall hard for him, you know? Right. She can see Alina is like fully invested. She's there's asking questions about him all situation. the time. There's a, Yeah, there's an emotional thing involved yeah. and he's showing yeah. her a lot of attention. So Genya's is like, I just want you to be careful because when you get your emotions involved, it's not a purely physical thing. You know, you might get hurt, like really yeah, hurt. Really and he's hurt. a powerful person. Like he can use you and then, you know, dump you off to the side. And I like you. You're my friend. I don't want you to get right. hurt. There's also something Genya, I think it's Genya, who says later <gasps> on, right before they hit yes. the party, Girl. most definitely a rebellion happened. Yes. Because Genya says something, her and Alina are talking, and then Genya says either yet or not yet thing. Yeah, it's that, what I was just saying. Where um, yeah. She was like, you have no idea how much the Darkling does for me, but there's only so much he can do because he's the king's puppet too, for now. And she was like, what do you mean? Yes. It was most definitely alluding to the fact that there is either a rebellion or some type of coup that's going to go down yep. and the Darkling is leading it. He is most definitely leading it. Oh, hell so yeah. So I, th- I like sat there and I was like, all right, point for me because I've been calling this shit from day one. We got to add <laughs> up like, our points. Man, what am I at? Like three like, and you're at seven? <laughs> I'm like, this man is too damn powerful to be working for a king. Exactly, exactly. And that's why it's just like, throughout the whole book, I was wondering, I was like, so you just gonna sit here with all this power Mm -hmm. and serve this man who ain't got no neck. (laughs) No neck. (laughs) He just Um, got head, shoulders, knees, toes. (laughs) Toes. (laughs) But yeah, I was just like, that also made me think, like, who else knows is it just genya is it genya and no. ivan is it genya ivan and Faye? but ivan talks too much nah i bet you i bet you ivan knows zoya knows zoya can't know she's too risky no, no no i bet you zoya knows because it would make sense if she knew because then she would feel that type of special for the darkling and he gave her an amplifier i, I guarantee mm. yes anybody who has an amplifier or who has some type of relationship or are in some type of position of power knows you or think? a position up there knows. Mm, okay. But because he has why to be would very he put careful them... with that information? Like who he gives right, it to. Right, but like this is what I mean though. If you think about it, Genya has no amplifier, but he has her in a position and he became friends with her. She's in a high position. She works for the queen and he has her in that position and he's had her in that position for a while. And like Genya said, he's done a lot for her. So my thing is, is you got to think about anybody that he has done quote unquote a lot for or who ha- he has given an amplifier to they might all be in on it and they're just biding their time and waiting that would also make sense of why they're like extra extra cocky i guess yeah Yeah. and i guarantee i guarantee you ivan knows ivan is like his second hand ivan has been at this man's beck and call this entire book he knows as this chapter goes on the party does happen the show they get to so cute it was. They get to demonstrate Alina's powers. She worked hand in hand with David to get this whole situation the special gloves. going. Yeah. Yeah. And the Darkling is up there with her when they perform. He is standing right beside her and he kind of gives her her cues as to like, all right, now, now show your powers. Do it now. Like that type of thing. Yeah. And the um, whole like light burst at the end is like, show yes. them why they call you the Sun Summoner. And I was like, ooh. That was secretly ooh. him being like, <laughs> Show them, show them my queen. Show them my queen. Yeah. Yeah. Like now, yeah. show them why they believe in you. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> 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 all I gotta say is, uh, Lee, you did good. You did this real character- good. <laughs> um, there's way more that happens after uh, that little presentation. Oh, um, and girl, yes. What ends up going down? <laughs> is a is. lot is a lot almost him in fact <laughs> what <laughs> all right so, so essentially what Ooh. happens is 
the presentation slash show happens, right? Everybody's looking at them, applauding, going like, oh my god, I can't believe she did this. Oh lord, like this is a true sun summoner. And what ends up happening is the Darkling got news right before they went on stage. He had gotten news from Ivan about something. All he said was, tell them to meet me in the war room. He didn't look like He mad. was happy. He was really no, he was happy, happy about the news he was happy. He That's what Alina observed. She was like, oh my god, he must have gotten good news. Then they did their performance and he, like he runs, not runs really, walks really fast mm-hmm. down the hall and they end up in an empty room and shit goes down. This is no longer a YA book at this point in time. Oh. This one little bit was this most is- definitely an adult book this is heavy (laughs) smut and we like it yes yes like there was a lot so he essentially pushes her up against the door i think and just full-blown makeout full-blown makeout he can't contain himself she can't contain herself they are going at it and then Mm. there's this there's a line in there where she says i could feel his hand going up my thigh what girl <laughs> i was girl. like hold up i was like, I was like this is a ya book right Whew. like i was like um okay that whole scene <laughs> that whole, i had to read that twice of course you of course you read it twice of course you read it twice no there is no wait <laughs> like, exactly what was going on of i was like you're not just about twice. to you're not about to just scott over that like like, like, that, it, like that it just happened no <laughs> No. <laughs> Wait, and there was also a part where she was like, because you know he's an amplifier, so they he felt the power. She felt the powers and all that, but she was also like, I could feel like the way that he wanted me, but it's I crazy. could also feel it's like crazy. Bruh. And she was like, but I could also feel the way that he hated that he wanted me. And I was like, okay, Alina, huh? you're killing the vibe. What the fuck? <laughs> when I read that, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I don't want to hear like, about all that. Not- I don't want to hear about all yeah. that. I want to hear yeah. about you can feel the way that he wants you. Let's go back to that. That's it. That's right. It. That's but he was, yeah. But he was like, no, no, no. It's not like I, I hate it. It's like I should be in the war room talking strategy because we found the stag, but I'm not in the war room, am I? I'm here with you acting like four foolish because i want you girl see that's that's the thing when i read that little bit i was like okay whether or not that's love or lust he definitely wants her however i think to him being the composed and the general and the type of character Mm -hmm. that he is i think it's kind of new it's very new he's not used to it yeah he's not used to it and he doesn't know how to properly express it right that's what or I at think least i would assume is. so in his 120 year span of life he's lived for a minute i am in love with the darkling right now look that's coming from somebody who started this whole book i don't know if i'm gonna like him exactly but that's me. that's how it was supposed to be okay that was how it was written i had to give him some time to grow on me okay that is not how i felt from the beginning okay but like, we had oh, different thoughts <laughs> we had different thoughts okay i got to know I've, him i got to know him all right I've been waiting. And now we're in a throuple. Chapters. Obviously. (laughs) I've been waiting 14 chapters for this shit to go down. For him and Alina to make out the way that they have. And that was pure gold. Is it lust or love between Alina and the Darkling? Because... Mm, that I, is I mean, a good question. There's a difference. There's a hefty difference, yes. Right. So it just made me sit and wonder. She's known him for what, like five months since mm-hmm. since she's been to the little palace. Yeah. And granted, you can fall in love with somebody in five months, you know. But to me, I'm like, is it love or is it lust? There's it, like it's a, one or the other. It, yeah. It's weird because it could be love, but it's mm-hmm. like the way that they were going at it in that room. It's definitely love. That was that all. Little, yeah. That was all love. That Everything bit before. Was lust. Everything before that, I would say love. The yeah. little peck in like the garden when they were on their way to the little palace, them mm-hmm. having all of those talks, getting to know each other. That was all love. But that right there in that palace, that was lust. That was lust. And I was, I was all for it. Strictly lust. I was all for and, it. Oh, yeah. I was all um, for it. Like, don't get me wrong. I was all for it. We, I was all for that. Uh, <laughs> that happens and it does not lead to sex. What does end up happening is the Darkling comes to his senses, I guess, and he's like, he has to go to the war room. So he adjusts himself, makes sure that he looks good. Alina does the same. And he steps out first. He's like, um, uh, can I? So can what I we didn't do just room? now, we we gonna do later. We gonna, we can, gonna... I, can I come to the room later for a nightcap? And she's like, I, I, I. Because <laughs> at this point, she's not under a lust haze. She's like, shit, we really almost did it against the door. Like, she, she legit says, my skirts were almost 
up past my waist, up against the door. And I think for somebody who is 18 or 17, at this point, you're like, she's Logic definitely... is kicking in now. She's like, Yeah, Ooh. logic is kicking in now. I don't know if like, that oh, was such okay. a smart idea. <laughs> exactly. The person who she thinks of at that exact moment in time is Anna Kuya. Oh, the yeah, from the, from the orphanage. She's like, yeah. foolish girl. Yeah, and like I thought that was really neat because she never had a mother figure so her mother figure is Anakuya and like mm-hmm. when she's about to do something that's reckless that's who she thinks of but of course with all good things also come like fuck type of situations no so bad things she bad walks things. out of the, <laughs> she walks out of the door and instead of going back to the party she's like fuck it I'm going to bed this has been one hell of a night before that before that even happens the fucking apparat tries to get oh, to this her man is falling yeah he is yeah relentless but Bro, what he says to her, I want to ask you because like we said, the whole span from chapter 12 to chapter 14 before we got to 15 was all yeah. about like people speaking in code, right? Yeah. I didn't yes, pick no. this up until like a couple of days after I finished the four chapters. But the apparat, mm-hmm. he says, things are moving much more quickly than I expected. I need to talk to you. And I was like, what the fuck this man does is that in mean? This man is in on what it. What does he's that in on the mean? Coup. I was he's like, in why on did... the rebellion. Either that or he's in with Bagra, so he like knows what the Darkling oh, is planning. Shit. I yeah. didn't even think about that. So he's no. in with Bagra and he's trying to stop the Darkling. So he knows what, you know, the Darkling is planning. And I was like, why does it seem like everybody in this chapter is like trying to warn her about something that's trying to happen? Like what the fuck and, then, and so she runs away from him so maybe the uh, the apparat like is a good guy it's a good guy like i don't know i can't no oh I've shit this just man. got ahead he of myself and guy. talked about chapter 15 it's, yo it's okay we'll I'm get to saying, it we'll get to it I've, I've been roasting this man for a minute i really hope he not a good guy. i know it's crusty ass beard um, but yeah, it's so, just like the apparatus. Yeah, it's just like okay. everybody's trying to warn her about something. Right. And I'm just like, why is everybody speaking in code? Like, what's going on? Exactly. Just to wrap up chapter 14. After she runs into the apparatus, she definitely gets away from him before he can talk to her any further. But of course, the moment she gets to the little palace, out of all the people to run into, the dude is fucking mal. I, Bruh. yo, <laughs> at this point in time, I legit have in my notes, of course she would run into Mal. Of course. It's one thing after another after another in these goddamn chapters. Like, I was just like, are you kidding me right now? So, what we find out in just this little bit of interaction is very telling. She notices Mal. She's extremely happy to see her best friend mm. because she hasn't spoken to him or talked to him since she's gotten to the little palace. So, she calls out him. He turns around. He looks at her, like, looks at her. And he sees that she's wearing the Darkling's colors and she's wearing his symbols. So he immediately says, your master called for me. Your master. Yo, when he said that, I was like, Alina, turn around. Alina, turn around. I was like, this ain't worth it. This is not worth it. That's when you knew shit was just going to get bad. And then he was like, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I saw your little performance. Jealous? But with the attitude, But that's what I mean. He gives her the biggest and meanest of attitudes about the Darkling. Then he is almost offended that she is wearing the Darkling's colors and wearing his symbol. When he tells her this, I immediately am just like, you know what? Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, that was right. my... Ugh. So mad. I was so mad at Mal in that exact... I mean, I've never been a fan of his, but in that exact moment in time, reading that little bit, I was so pissed at him. This is somebody you grew up with. This is somebody who you have entered the army with. This is supposed to be your childhood friend, your best friend at that, and you're treating her like shit. Right. You are pissed off. You haven't spoken to her. You just want to be throwing accusations. What I will say is, she does tell him something about the letters. He says, what letters? As if he hadn't been receiving any. So I know that we said in chapter 12 that Genya told Alina, if you want to write to Mal, you can write to him at his regiment. He's located here. But when he tells her what letters, it really made me sit and be like, her letters are probably getting intercepted. He was on a really good rant of being super pissed, super offended. He 
could have easily thrown to her face, that's why I ain't right back to you. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I got your letters. That, and, like, that type of thing. That or, because she was writing back to, I think, Kabrisk, because she was assuming that's where he was. But remember, oh, yeah. he said that he picked up the job of locating the stag because he mm-hmm. knew it had something to do with her. And they were mm-hmm. constantly moving around. So every time she wrote to him and they tried okay. to forward the letter to him, he had already moved it to another place. Right, it probably Exactly. So that might have been the thing too. Like he, the Dark Link, he could have tried to intercept the letters or they really did try to send them to Mal. But every time they tried to send it to him, he had already gone to another place. So they can never catch true. up with him. And that was another thing. So another thing that he admits to is he did want to see her. He took the job of being the tracker to get the stag right as a way of being with her now the moment he sees her in the darkling colors he apparently is offended and gets pissed because he's jealous he's jealous you didn't want her he's jealous that his best friend who apparently obviously i think yes your best friend not your girlfriend but see this was very telling because nobody knew what happened to her after they took her off he wanted to make sure that his best friend was okay and then he gets here he's been thinking the worst he's been thinking oh my gosh She's, been, she's being tortured. They're not taking care of her. And here she is looking good, curves. Her hair is looking luscious. Booty she's thick. She's got rosy cheeks. She, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. She's looking good. He is looking worse for wear. Like Alina is saying that he has a scar that wasn't there before around his jawline. He has bags under, under his, his eyes. eyes. Mm-hmm. He looks like he'd been through some shit. And I can see where he would probably get angry. Oh my God, I've been thinking that like Alina isn't doing so well and here she is in a black kefta looking good eating well doing performances for the king i get it at the same time though i am not a fan of mal and i think that that could have been approached a different way so chapter 14 started on a very big high with the black kefta continued that high with the makeout session up against the door and then <laughs> completely dropped you on your ass towards the end with i the was fight, so pissed <laughs> uh, between alina and mal Chapter 15 is when shit hits the fan. Bro, and we thought it had already hit the fan, but no, shit just keeps obliterating the fan until the shit is literally coming back at you and hitting you in the face. You think you're getting hit with air, but you're actually getting hit with shit in your face. It was a lot that was that went down. It all kind of happened very, very quickly. One of the first things that we come to find out is the darkling is actually the black heretic yes oh my god (laughs) you did you did from the beginning i'm so upset (laughs) i'm so upset Bagra comes to get this bitch from the beginning. Oh my god, Bagra comes to get this bitch and she's like, Bagra, I don't want any more lessons. She kidnaps her, takes her down to the basement. She's like, put these clothes on unless you want to spend your life being a slave and then literally drops the bomb on her that the Darkling is the black heretic, that he's been faking his deaths for like thousands of years years. all trying to get the Sun Summoner who is Alina. And I was like, no, no. No, no. It's true, though. And the thing is, is I really thought about that when we first started reading the book because you guys just admitted that Grisha live for a very long time. Yeah, and the most powerful live for almost ever. For a while. Exactly. So, to me, it made sense. That's why I was like, hold up. This man has been around for a minute. Granted, they admitted that he is 100 and whatever, 120 20, yeah. years old. To me, I like that there was like, yo, no. Like, there's there's more to this. There's way more. Like, And then Bagra admitted, shit. Bruh, I, I almost, I legit tell you when I had tears in my eyes, I was like, no. He would never do this to me. I mean, Alina. <laughs> <laughs> Dealt with you. But then the, the best part was that the other thing that happened in this chapter was you were right bagra is the darkling's mom there's no one that gets you that riled up other than your mama for personal experience (laughs) (laughs) i love you mommy when you're trying to like make moves and be the boss and you're like no this is how it's gonna go down and your mom's like you thought (laughs) you thought you had power here (laughs) that's exactly how bagra is with the darkling yeah like she She's basically like telling him how it is, like, oh, you think so? You think that's what how it's gonna go down, but it's really not. Right. Um, it's not that Bagra admitted to being the Darkling's mother. It's that 
Alina comes to that conclusion on her own. And of course, this is where Bagra takes it upon herself to tell Alina, look, he doesn't want to destroy the fold. He wants to push it further than and what And make it, it a weapon. Yeah. Correct. And of course, Alina has been told by the Darkling, that's not what he wants to do. He wants to destroy it. He wants to fix what the Black Heretic did. But in this chapter, we find out the Darkling is the Black Heretic. So initially, I was like, okay, well then wait, maybe he wants to correct his mistake. But when Bagra sits and talks about it, Bagra's like, no, he's greedy. He's lived for years and years. And of course, Alina doesn't believe her at first. Alina's like, no, you don't know him. That's not the case. Oh, I don't, I don't know him. Okay. Yeah. Right. Bagra admits that the Volcra that live in the fold were an accident. They actually weren't supposed to happen. And they were human at one point. When she admitted that, I was like, holy shit. I was like, wait. Yeah. Um, so that's got that really got me. I was like, oh Yeah, fuck. I was like, fuck. Right, exactly. Apparently, because the Darkling, who at that time, Black Heretic, he was full of greed. He wanted power that led to the Volcra. He didn't expect that to happen. That was a mistake, but creating the fold was not. Was it? Yeah, he Correct. he knew exactly what he wanted to do. He knew what do. he was doing. As Bagra is basically just word vomiting all the plants that the Darkling has. Like, she's just on a roll. She's just like, alright, we. you found out I'm his mom. You found out he's the Black Heretic. Let's let's keep going. Let's, let's keep going. Right, like, what um, else could I do she, to make you understand that you need to leave? What else can I expose? Exactly. Then she says, as Morgan was saying earlier, how Bagra is telling Alina, you're gonna be a slave. He wants to use you for your powers. When she first heard about the stags, antlers as an amplifier she thought it was going to be a necklace and listening to bagra she's like no it's going to be a collar and i was just like oh no yeah essentially it's going to be a collar because a collar she's not going to kill the stag the darkling is going to kill the stag and it's like oh wait that clicked because ivan killed Mm -hmm. the bear and that's his amplifier zoya killed whatever um it was that was on her and that's her amplifier yeah whoever kills the animal the power belongs to them so he kills the stag he controls the power he's gonna give it to alina but he controls her power right so So you're not gonna have any choice of how it's used and i was like oh how could you be so stupid after that alina really starts to think And she really sits and she starts to analyze her encounters with the Darkling. Mm -hmm. And she is starting to think like this man has strategized this whole thing. He made himself seem vulnerable from the very beginning, seem human, to lure her in. To then start having little moments with her to then disappear for a while. Then he'd show back up at some point in time. They would have more little moments and he'd disappear. And in between those moments, Alina would sit and be like, where's the Darkling? I wish the Darkling was... Like, she was longing for him. Yeah. Which then just made her want to have more encounters with him. When she broke it down that way, I was like, yo. And it was the same (laughs) thing with us reading. We were like, damn. Where is she at? And then when when you get to chapter 15 and she really starts to to break down her encounters with him and start talking about, like, he's been strategizing this from the very beginning. I was like, oh, no. It's like, well, I feel stupid. (laughs) At this point, Alina comes to the realization that she needs to leave. Yeah. So my chick runs. She she basically she turns over to Bagra and she's like, "What do I need to do?" Yeah. And that was that was the end of chapter fifteen. I like just sat there and I was like, "Oh, all right, all right. I see where this is going." Heartbroken. Um, heartbroken. I will say, if the Darkling has a redemption arc, I would be more than happy. Okay, predictions. Three predictions. Okay, so I only I only get one prediction because I've been a bad girl. Yeah. Oh, I okay. So you guys, so Morgan gets you guys one. know because you guys know how hard it is for me every week, and this week it was really hard after reading these four chapters. So I kind of read chapters 16, 17, and eighteen. Um, just read the whole book. <laughs> the whole book. The book is twenty two chapters. <laughs> 22 chapters. I didn't read she chapter... Read I didn't read chapter chapters. 19. Right, right. I'm sorry. She left three chapters. I did. Three, four chapters. In the epilogue. 
<laughs> if y'all if y'all can see my face right now. I don't know if it's gonna be right, but my prediction is seeing as how close Genya and the Darkling are. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that Genya was in on bringing Alina very, very close to him and playing mm-hmm. her to make mm-hmm. it seem like, you know, they were... Um, friends? F- like, no, yeah, making it seem like they were just friends, but Genya is actually, like, his woman? Um, no. Okay, I don't think Genya has slept with the Darkling or is, like, the Darkling's mistress in any way. I think she does love David. Mm-hmm. I think that's genuine. Okay. But I can definitely see how... Maybe Genya was in on befriending Alina and then potentially reporting to the Darkling. Mm, okay. I can see that only because Genya obviously is in on the rebellion. That tells me she's somebody who's probably trustworthy, but I think Genya has grown close to Alina and now feels like this is actually a friend. I think she is just a really trustworthy and loyal person. I was just asking because it's like we've been thrown off by so much. And I'm like, it would be almost the perfect twist if the person that the only person in the palace that has been like nice to her and been showing her the ins and outs and befriending her is yeah. actually the one that's like, surprise, motherfucker, knifing your back. <laughs> I mean, I can see it. I can definitely see yeah. it. Yeah. Um, okay. But what are your predictions? My prediction. My prediction is I think we'll see more of Mal. Don't know in what capacity, but I definitely think him just surprisingly at the palace because he's also tracking the stag. Mm -hmm. I think that will lead him to somehow, if if Alina's going to be on the run, then maybe Mal will also end up on the run with her, like type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's one prediction. The second prediction is, and I thought about this, and then I was like, yo, this would be such a twist. What if Bagra's wrong? <gasps> oh, my God. Or if Bagra is, like, lying. Yeah, that crossed my mind. After reading chapter 15 and, and like, digesting it and putting the book down, she's... her and the Darkling do not have the best of relationships. No, they don't. What if she's just trying to screw the Darkling in some way and just kind of send the Sun Summoner out there yeah like i because there are a bunch of people that are trying to kill her out there facts so to me i was like yo what if that is the twist of the twist oh Oh, damn and she's the black heretic or something yo that's what i mean (gasps) look we didn't we actually didn't mention this but this is why alina truly believes bagra bagra shows her powers yeah and her powers are the fucking darkling's powers. yeah that in itself is what was proof enough for Alina that Bagra is the Darkling's mother and maybe she is telling the truth. But to me, like you just said, what if Bagra's the black heretic and they're bickering because he knows what she's done and he's trying to somehow rectify it. Yeah, and she's like, no, yeah. leave it the way it is. That or, would make right, sense. So that, that's like my second prediction. My last prediction is... I think Alina will end up with this amplifier. I don't know how she's going to get it. That'll be the big question, but I think she does end up with it. Hmm. I think that the mission for her is to stop them from killing the stag, but I think she doesn't make it in time, or maybe she does make it and then has to have like a quick decision, and she's like, you know what? I have to be the one to kill it so that he can't use it as a collar. If she kills the stag, she could still use the amplifier, and she would probably be able to use it against the Darkling, so... Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. Other than that. Oh, the show. Oh, yeah. Okay, so both Morgan and I have watched. I've watched the first episode. Morgan, she's watched basically the whole show. Uh, The show will be a bonus content for the podcast. Yes. So that we can binge it, go over it, and basically just talk about what we like about it, what we don't like about it, whether or not we liked it. Um, Did we decide if we're going to make it a podcast or IG or both? Or you want to, we'll just talk about it later. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll figure that out right after, right after this. Yeah. 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 And we'll just let you guys know on the next episode uh, how we'll disperse it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we'll definitely have everything ironed out by the next episode so that so that you're prepared for the bonus content. Our next chapters are chapters 16 through 19. Yes. 
So if you want, you can read along with us in that sense. Other than that, Morgan, do you have anything to say? I'm sorry. Yeah, as you should be. Um, with that in mind, we will end it there. Yes. Everybody, stay young at heart. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.